0: Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast from Discovery Church. Our hope is that this message would help you seek truth and find purpose. If you would like to know more about Discovery Church, please check us out online at mydiscoverychurch.ca. With that said, let's go to this week's message. If you can make one change in your life today, would you do it? And why don't you change your position and take a seat? If you were just one step away from a better life, would you make it? Neil Armstrong in 1969, if anybody is, uh, can remember that year, um, I am still young enough not to, uh, to remember that year, but that's okay. If you, were, if you were alive in 1969, you actually got to witness one of the greatest moments in human history. It was the year uh, that Neil Armstrong became the first human being to step off of Apollo 11, and make, make a step onto the moon. And he, and he quoted these words. You may, you may have known it. One of the most quoted uh, one-liners in history. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Have you ever been in a place where your next step or choice would change your perspective on your life forever? For me, it was uh, 2011, 2011. October the 31st. And I stood at the edge of a cliff with my toes dangling over the edge and what was only a few minutes seemed like a lifetime. My life flashed before my eyes as I peered over this cliff, and I I felt like I was on the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show. Anybody ever grow up watching Bugs Bunny and Tweety show? And and it was like when Wildy Coyote was chasing the roadrunner, and he would come to the edge of the cliff, and he would look over, and and the ground would come closer and further away. That's kind of what was happening in real life, literally at this moment. So here I am, standing at at the edge of a cliff, overlooking it, and questions started flooding into my mind that you may have asked yourself, before. Questions like, how did I get here? Why would I do this? What is wrong with me? Well, I want to tell you why I would do this. Because I had a friend in a boat 200 feet below me, and I had another friend behind me telling me to jump because it was the first time I've ever went bungee jumping. And uh, that moment goes down personally as one of the greatest moments That I've ever experienced when I've been traveling. Did I second guess my decision to jump? Yes. Was I I afraid? Yes. Would I ever take it back? Absolutely not. One of the greatest moments of my life. But it all started with a step. I remember gazing over. And the guy that was with me. The the worker there kind of was holding my hand, but I got to the edge, and as I was standing on the edge, my toes hung over, and I was seconds away from the moment where I was supposed to jump, and I was holding onto these handles on either side of me, and and the countdown was on, and at one moment when I was like, this is really going to happen, my legs started to buckle, and out of my mouth came the forbidden words. I can't do this. And as soon as the guy heard me just, just have an inkling of doubt, he was like, three, two, one. And, but have you ever been in a place in your life where the next step came with so much fear and so much uncertainty, but you knew you had to take it? Like I said, that day, I encountered one of the greatest moments with, with friends I've ever had, but it all started with one step. So here I am, three, two, one. It didn't give me any time to think, and before I knew it, I was flying in the air, more like just falling, because my, my friend before, like, jumped, and I was like, I, like, sort of cowardly, like, fell. <laughs> Like, I was like, I guess so. Was, I think the guy may have pushed me, but, um, but you, the, the reason why I did, because there's no way, you know, every good friendship, every good friendship is built on being able to tell better stories than your friend. Right, you got it. Yeah, it's, you you always got to be one up, but you cannot back away. I, there was no way that I was allowing my friend that was down in the boat or the one behind me to have bragging rights. So I had to go, even though I was terrified. I was I was scared, but it, but there was no way he was having a story to tell beyond the moment. Um, and be able to rub it in my face for years to come. So my pride took a, I I put my pride on the line and said, my pride is greater than my fear at this moment and neither one is good. But I I fell, I fell into, I put my life on the line and fell into the bliss of of Wakefield Quarry uh, in Quebec City, or in Quebec. But it all started with one, one step. Did I consider backing out? Of course. Was I a little fearful for my life? Yes, because um, Sean, we, Sean Lee and I just got married about three months prior. And she was uh, not happy that I did it. But that's okay. I'm still here. Thank you, babe, for still loving me. Um, am I glad I stepped off the edge? Definitely. Many of our greatest moments in life come when we face our fears and take a step into the unknown. See, taking, a, taking the first step is fearful and not that fear, not that fear is, is easier after that, but what happens when you take a step into the unknown, when you take a step past your fear, you take fear out of the driver's seat of your life, and you put yourself into the driver's seat of your life. And not that it eliminates fear, but you put it in its place. So instead of fear controlling you, you're starting to control it. Isaiah 41.10 says, Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and, ho- and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Here at Discovery Church, we believe uh, that the writings in the Bible have the power to change our lives. If we would just listen to it, if we would just read it and allow it to change our lives, we believe that it's, it's the the, like God breathed. We believe that God put it in in people's minds to write the Bible. And if we live before, I, I use uh, the acronym Basic Instructions before leaving Earth. And, um, but if you're here today, and this is the very first time you've ever been in a church or you haven't been in a while, uh, and you don't have a personal Bible, if you don't have a Bible, we believe that is so essential to our living and to your living that we want to give you a Bible. So at the end of our service, if you would actually just go out and go to our guest center, they'll have have Bibles there for you. So don't go home today without a Bible. We want to make sure that every person has the ability to be able to listen to God through his word. But I want to give you a little crash lesson of how the Bible works. The Bible consists of 66 books, and is split uh, by the Old Testament and New Testament. And the easiest way to sort of explain the Old Testament and the New Testament is kind of make the comparison between like time and history. If you if you actually go BC in time, it's before Christ, and then when Christ was born, there is AD, which uh, in Latin is uh, means the year of our Lord. So it's kind of the same thing in, in history, and in a time when Jesus was born, it, it split time. And it's kind of the same thing in the Bible, 66 books, and, and it's split from Old Testament, Christ was born, New Testament. And right at the beginning of the New Testament, we read, uh, the very first book is Matthew. And we read a story in Matthew uh, of a guy by the name of Peter. And Peter uh, was one of Jesus's close friends. And we wanna, I just want to come up on the screen so you can follow along with me. One, one day, Jesus' friends, or one evening, Jesus' friends found, himself, found themselves out in a storm in a boat on the Sea of Galilee. And this is how it reads. It says, Immediately after this, Jesus uh, insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake. Well, he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble. Uh, were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, "It's a ghost!" But Jesus spoke to them at once, "Don't be afraid," he said, "Take courage, I am here." Then Peter called to him, "Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water." "Yes, come," Jesus said. Peter went over the edge or over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. That day Peter became the first human to walk on water, and I don't think there's been anybody since uh, that would walk on water. When I tried, I got really wet, um, so I don't I don't advise it. But if you feel like going and running off a dock today and saying, I, I, "God, I want I want to try it," you're probably going to get wet. But Peter was the first guy to ever walk on water. That day, he faced uh, he, he stepped out of the boat, faced raging seas, deep waters, high winds. He faced his fear, but Peter had to take a step. Peter had to take. Take the first step. And I want to say something to you. There's no telling what can happen in our lives when we face our fears and step into the unknown. We might just find ourselves that 2,000 years from now that people will actually be telling stories about you. They'll be telling stories about us. There's no telling what facing your fears and stepping into the unknown can do. It is those who step, into their, uh, step beyond their fears that we read about in history. It is those that, that who, who face their fears that many times make a difference in the world that we live. Maybe, maybe if you would step beyond your fears and into the unknown, maybe you would be given a platform to be able to influence people around you. I bet you if you asked Peter that day, or if Peter was here, I would say, hey, Pete, how you doing, man? What, what was the scariest moment of your life? And I bet you Peter would, would look at me and say, Let me, I got a story for you. It's found in Matthew. It's like, is the day that Jesus came walking on the water and I stepped out over it. I, mean, I was fearful. And then if I kept having a conversation with him, I'd probably ask him a question. that would go something like this. Hey, Pete, what is the most exciting thing you ever? And I think I would get a little bit of a weird look from, from Peter. He'd kind of look back at me and be like, uh, the moment that I walked on water? I think that question would baffle him, asking him what the most exciting and what most fearful, because a lot of times both, both coexist, is that, the, the, that when you step past your fear, you step into a place that is the most exciting moment of your life. I'm standing here today because honestly, my wife and I, our family, we faced our fears. We've stepped into the unknown. It was late January that Sean Lee and I just started to think about the possibility of launching a church in our city late january just the thought of it scared us questions like how is this possible who is going to come where are we going to do it when is it going to start there there were questions that flooded our minds that like we were fearful there were days that we went, we went, and we're like, "How can we do this?" But as we prayed about it, the only thing that we knew is that we had to do it. Did we have fears? Heck yeah. Were there things that we didn't know? There are still tons that we don't know. Both of us resigned from our our, our ministry positions that we they held at a local church here in our city. And we stepped into it. We didn't know where mortgages were going to get paid. We didn't know where, how food was going to get put on the table. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't know what our next morning looked like. We didn't know routine. Like life life just got turned upside down. But we knew one thing is that we had to step into a place of the unknown. Because God was calling us to step into the, those places. See, I, I was reading, reading some this week. And I came across a quote. And it was before. It was... I already had my message, but I wanted to put it in. So you don't have to see the whole staircase before you make the first step. And we're on this journey right now that we, don't, we still don't even see the top of the staircase. And we're still taking one step after another step after another step. And, and the day of launching Discovery is here, and, and we get to be a part of it. And it's a great day for our city. It's a great day for Southwest Edmonton and, and for Nellie Carlson School, which we are, we are so happy to be able to, to use But as a result of people stepping beyond the unknown and saying, I want to do this. I want to launch a church in our city that will bring life to people. There are people that invest their time, their energy, their money, their prayers into discovery. And we honestly don't know what the future always will look like. We just know that this, what what we're encountering this morning, is what we need to do. We know that we, we have a team of people and we welcome you to be on that team. But we have a team of people that comes, we, we set this up in a gymnasium, we turn the school into a church and, and people have invested so much. But can I tell you why we did it? It's not because of lights or great music or good coffee or great, great children's programs which are happening next door. Those are all great. But the reason my, my wife and I Stepped into a place of the unknown. The reason that our team has stepped into a place of the unknown is this. There's a choice that every single human being needs to be given. I believe that, that, that the freedom of choice is one of the basic rights of every human being. And the choice to have the opportunity... To follow Jesus, nearly 300,000 people in our city don't even know exists. I believe a choice that can radically change our lives for the better. There's 31.8% of our city that don't even know that choice exists. And you might be here and this is the first time you've ever heard anything about Jesus and what he's done. but our goal is to allow people to hear what Jesus done for them and to be given the choice what if the greatest choice ever to be made you didn't even know about it the greatest choice ever to be made and you didn't even know it existed The greatest step of all was a moment about 2,000 years ago. And we read about it in Matthew 27 in in a time frame from the point that uh, Jesus and Peter walked on the water. It was about a year in time. And Jesus was being sentenced to death. And and I can't get into all the details, but if if you... if you grab a Bible and you read it, you'll find out that Jesus was the Son of God, and before Jesus came, so in the old testament or or b c in time before Jesus came the way uh, that humans the way that you and I would have to ask jesus ask God to forgive us of our sins, we had to go and kill like a nice little fluffy animal and, and put it on an altar and that's just the, that's just the way it was um, I know it's cruel um so God wanted to come up with a with a plan God came up with a plan saying. I want to make a way that just because humans mess up, that I still want them to have a relationship with me. I don't know about you, but that that blows my mind that the God of the universe, the creator of everything, the one who is so big, would desire to have a relationship with lowly me, with you. Messed up human beings, and God would desire to say, I, I, "I want you to know me, and I want to know you." And that's where Jesus came in. John three sixteen, the most quoted Bible verse of all time. It says, "God loved us so much that He sent His Son Jesus to die for us." And Jesus stepped from heaven down to earth as a perfect sacrifice, the Bible says. A perfect sacrifice, saying I, I'm, I'm going to be willing to take all the wrongs, the Bible calls them sins, all the wrongs on my shoulders, all the wrongs. I'm going to be the ultimate sacrifice. I'm going to be the ultimate sacrifice for humanity's sins. All that someone has to do is just acknowledge that we're messed up and acknowledge that Jesus is perfect and say, God, I just want you in my life. It's simple. Jesus took a step from heaven to earth and the next step is in our court. The next step is up to us. You might be here uh, and this is the very first time that you've ever heard anything about Jesus. This might be the first thing I'm like, You might be in your 20s, you might be in your teens, you might be 60, you might be older. Like, I I don't know everyone that's here, but this might be the first time you have ever heard what Jesus done for you. Can I tell you something? You're why Discovery Church exists. Today you have a choice. Today we have a choice. To choose Jesus, and just as I said that about choosing Jesus, you may have started contemplating how how does that affect me. I don't I don't know what's what 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 everything. Means. I don't, I don't know how that's going to affect my life. I don't know how my parents are going to react. I don't know how my wife's going to react or my kids or my friends. You might feel a little fra- afraid. You might feel like you would be stepping into the unknown. Our greatest moments in life are found when we step beyond fear and put fear in its place and take back your life. So this morning, I would love to give us the opportunity to do just that. There's also people that probably came that were invited Friends, and you know, you, you probably may have grown up in the church, you may have heard all this stuff before and you know about it, but you know your life is, is not surrendered to Jesus Christ. And this moment right now, you have a choice. You don't have to be perfect. And I'm messed up. My wife's like, yeah, Yes. We're just just imperfect people pursuing a perfect God. And we welcome you to to join us in doing that. So this is what I would like us to do. If we can have everybody bow their heads and close their eyes, in a moment I'm just going to ask you to, to lift a hand in response. The reason I have you bow your heads, close your eyes. It's it's just because this moment is between you and Jesus right now. I believe that the greatest decision that you could ever make is to be willing to give your life to the one that gave his life for you. I believe that our vision of Discovery Church is seeking truth, finding purpose. And we believe that Jesus Christ is truth. And that you cannot find complete purpose in life without a relationship with Jesus. You might think that your job brings you purpose or your family or your hobbies, and they might bring some sense of joy. But you cannot find complete purpose without Jesus at the center of your life. Thanks for taking time to listen to this week's message from Discovery Church. If this ministry has impacted you in any way, we would love to hear about it. Please email us at info at mydiscoverychurch.ca.